Welcome to ALC Pan-African Radio's Education Program. The Education Program is a radio production by African Leadership Center Fellows based at the Center, where they analyze diverse issues on peace and security in Africa. In the last 16 to 18 months, the world has faced a global pandemic that grounded all activities around the world, social, political, and economic alike. With it came movement restrictions in and around local regions, and as a result of this, the need for law enforcement to ensure its implementation was mandatory. Halima Ahmed, a Peace, Security, and Development Early Career Women's Fellow at the Africa Leadership Center from Kenya, looks at the police brutality and inequality in Nairobi during the COVID-19 pandemic. Like most cities in the global south, Nairobi, with its large urban population, was one of the hardest hit areas during the COVID-19 pandemic. Due to the nature of the pandemic, the COVID-19 lockdown measures were immediately implemented. The measures involved a countrywide curfew. In response to the curfew violations, the police used excessive and sometimes deadly force to disperse the peaceful protests. COVID-19 restriction measures were implemented with little or no consultation with the public. Almost all groups of society were affected. Journalists, refugees, women were subjected to harassment, intimidation and arbitrary arrests. COVID-19 movement measures were restrictive and undermined the right to health for women and people from marginalized groups and subjected refugees and asylum seekers to further hardship. The rise of women's inequality was only the beginning of the expose of police brutality and the inequalities that exist in poor urban areas. When the police were given the authority to enforce the COVID-19 regulations, they started using excessive force against the residents of poor urban areas. The pandemic seemed to be the only concern for the people living in these areas as the brutality exacerbated pre-existing inequalities. These inequalities were apparent in both the enjoyment of social economic rights and in law enforcement. Several reported fatalities resulted from police using excessive force against residents of poor urban areas. One of these poor urban areas is Madare, a slum neighborhood in Nairobi, Kenya. On March 30th, 2020, a police officer identified as Duncan Diamandiwa shot and killed a 13-year-old boy in the comfort of his family's balcony. His name was Yasin Moyo. The officer has since been charged with his murder. On the night of May 3rd, 2020, in the same area of Madare, the police beat to death the 36-year-old Vitalis Owino. The following month, the police were suspected to have shot and killed a casual laborer in the same neighborhood of Madare when he was found in a public space in breach of the lockdown regulation. His name was James Muridi. According to the police, live bullets were used to enforce a curfew that was necessary to contain the spread of COVID-19. According to the Independent Police Oversight Agency, IPOA, a civilian oversight body for the National Police Service, cases of police brutality against officers in poor urban areas were excessive by the end of July of 2020. These cases prompted the residents of Madare to protest for the unlawful killings of the victims and demand proper investigations. The theme of the protests was entitled Tekeleza Katiba, which means to implement the constitution 
and one of its main objectives was to demand an end to the police brutality in the poor urban areas and safeguard the economic and social rights in those neighborhoods. As usual, the police disrupted the protests before they started. They arrested 56 individuals. Among those arrested was Wanjira Wanjiru, a member of Madari Social Justice Center, who was seen harassed and threatened by the police and later coined their coin line during the protests, fists in the air, defiantly chanting, when we lose our fear, they lose their power. Why are you arresting me? Why, give me a reason. I protest because you're killing us. You police. You're killing us in our communities. Wanjira questioned the police after they violently disrupted the peaceful protests and arresting protesters on account of their quest for justice for the police brutality and equality in Nairobi, Kenya, during the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020. Significantly, the police responded with the same amount of force as the protesters. This showed that the relationship between the police and the people in poor urban communities was strained. The public's trust in the police was eroded since due to law enforcement's excessive use of force. It is crucial to note, however, that a similar approach is not applied to politicians conducting public rallies in the same areas as Kenya heads towards general elections in August 2022. According to the Commonwealth Human Rights Initiative report, the right to freedom of assembly could be assumed to be the right of the elite and the rich. The police force will adopt de-escalation tactics and refrain entirely from any disruption for elite protests and political public gatherings, but will not hesitate to use excessive force to disrupt protests by residents in poor urban communities. The Commonwealth Human Rights Initiative report also notes that historically in Kenya, the police has been used as a political tool and the right to freedom of assembly is also the right of the rich and the elite. The police will not tolerate any form of political protests and will use appropriate force to prevent such gatherings. The dynamics of leadership can be affected by societal crises as observed. Identifying processes that can lead to the breakdown of mutuality between communities concerning law enforcement agents and the ordinary civilians calls for a search for individuals who can articulate and act on behalf of a society. This then leads to a search for those who can create a culture of accountability within the society. In an institutional setting, it can be difficult to reconcile the various factions within a group. The goal of an institution is to consolidate and rationalize the various ideas within a group. Successful leadership can be defined by a combination of ideological leadership and heroic leadership. To be deemed successful in any society, even more so in Kenya today, a leader must bring out social change and moral leadership. The ability to emerge and remain so depends on the group's continued trust and support. This is also true for the nourishment of Kenyan leaders. Failure to meet agreed standards can result in social change that is not measurable or irreversible. Stop
demonstrating is a right, and we are here to show that we are tired of police brutality, we are, we are tired of a weak justice system, we are tired of the rule of law not being obeyed, and we just want justice to be done for the many souls that have been lost by extrajudicial killings and all that is happening. We just need our country back. We need our people to live freely in their own country, not as slaves. We do not want our children to live in fear. We are not even sure of their future. I lost my daughter, killed, and the cover-up was done by police. I need justice to be done. Alima Ahmed, a Peace, Security and Development Early Career Women Fellow at the Africa Leadership Center from Kenya. Thank you for listening to ALC Pan-African Radio Education Program. For feedback on this and other programs, please visit our website at www.alcafricanradio.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Radio ALC and on Facebook, ALC Radio, numeral number one.